if I just take another course, if I just buy another piece of technology, if I just hire a new team member, that's going to change everything for me, right? And I can tell you that didn't work. And I had to start looking inside of myself. Now, why do I do what I do? What is my gift? What do I bring? Why should somebody come see me? Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your daily helping. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard, and I am so excited to bring you today's guest. His name is Dr. Gary Sanchez, and he believes there is always a better way. As a dentist, inventor, author, or speaker, he's always in search of a better way. Struggling to stand out in the crowded dental marketplace led him on his quest to learn about the power of why. He found that many experts talk about the need to know your why, but none actually helped him discover his. His obsession with why led him to discovering his own why, as well as the process for helping others discover theirs. Applying his why to his dental practice, took his practice from just getting by to having abundance and the development of the Y Institute to help other businesses have a bigger impact. Dr. Sanchez and his team have now worked with over 40,000 individuals as well as 500 companies from small yoga studios to Fortune 500 companies, helping them get clear, stand out, and play big. His podcast, Beyond Your Why, has over 1.2 million listeners. Gary, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Richard. I appreciate you having me here. Actually, it's Dr. Gary. Welcome to the show. Let's, let's. I'm fine either way. (laughs) Let's give credit where credit is due. So, this is so interesting. I I think you're the first dentist we've had on the show, which is awesome. It's so unusual for somebody who's in the medical space. And I think there's some, some parallels between our stories because we both became licensed professionals and we were doing our things. And yet there was something else that kind of nodded us in a different way. So, talk to us about, you know, we alluded to it a little bit in that introduction, but. What was really the beginning of that seed that made you want to go out and and find your why or your quest for your why? So, Dr. Richard, when I graduated from USC Dental School in 1988, man, that was a long time ago, but when I graduated, the advice that I was given from the gurus of the time was build a great product and people will come, right? Have you ever heard that, right? Go out and do the best job that you can, build a great product and people will naturally and mysteriously find you. And so I did that. I spent 20 years going to the best institutes, reaching the highest levels in dentistry that you can get to. I have a very well-trained team. In fact, we had a Dr. Schuster in the dental world that was one of my mentors that that taught us about the business of dentistry. And so we would have half-day staff meetings every week for two years to develop our policy systems processes. I have all the latest technology. I have a really uh, well-trained team. I have all the stuff to create a great product. But I can tell you that just having a great product wasn't enough, at least for me. And I, and I bet there's other people on your pod, listening to your podcast that are experts at what they do and 
feel the same way, right? You go to a, an event or a party or something, and you've spent so much time becoming an expert at what you do. And there's somebody there at the party that's brand new to dentistry, in my case, and they'll say, oh, yeah, I'm a dentist too, right? But we're completely different types of dentists, completely different experiences with our dental practices. And so I became very frustrated in that I wasn't, my practice wasn't growing like I expected it to with all the work and all the effort that I'd put into it. And so I remember sitting in my, well, right where I am right now in this chair, looking at my computer screen at my half empty schedule, wondering now, how could this have happened to me? How could I have put so much time, money, energy into this? And it wasn't it wasn't growing like I expected. I remember listening in my operatories and I was hearing silence because I didn't have patience. And I felt that intense pressure in my, in my chest, that anxiety that you get when you just don't know what to do and you did what people told you to do and it wasn't working. Have you ever experienced something like that? Absolutely. I think everybody listening to, to this can identify with that. Well, in that moment, what I noticed what I realized was that I had been looking outside of myself for answers. If I just take another course, if I just buy another piece of technology, if I just hire a new team member, that's going to change everything for me, right? And I can tell you that didn't work. And I had to start looking inside of myself. Why do I do what I do? What is my gift? What do I bring? Why should somebody come see me? And that same week, my younger daughter, I mean, my older daughter at that time, she was only about 14. She wanted me to take her and her teenage girlfriends to the midnight book opening of Twilight. Remember when Twilight came out? (laughs) Yep. yep. So imagine going to a bookstore with a bunch of teenage girls. How long do you think it was before I was alone in that bookstore? Probably two seconds. (laughs) You got it. So then I'm wandering around this bookstore in the middle of the night and, and I look down this one aisle and I see a book called The Answer. Wow. And I got all these questions and problems and things. And there's a book called The Answer. So I pick it up and it's written by a guy named John Asaraf. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He was in the movie The Secret. Are you familiar with him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the guy that was a uh, took over a Remax, a failing Remax real estate uh, company, built it from nothing to 1.4 billion, sold it in his early 40s, and then went back and figured out why he was so successful. And so it was exactly what I was looking for. So I read the book and then I hired him as my coach. And through him, I learned how to use the internet. I learned how to do websites. I learned how to do drip campaigns. I learned how to do SEO. I learned how to get my message out to the world. But the only problem was, what am I going to say? Right? What am I going to say that separates me from everybody else who does what I do? What am I going to say that doesn't make me sound like I actually need new patients, like I actually need more business? What am I going to say that doesn't make me sound bad So instead of saying anything, I just stayed quiet until one day I heard him interview Simon Sinek. I'm sure most people on this, listening to your podcast are familiar with Simon Sinek. He wrote the book, Start With Why. And so I read that. I saw Simon's, uh, I listened to the interview. I saw Simon's TED Talk probably 30 times. I read his book multiple times. And I was like, man, that is the missing piece. I have everything else, but I don't start with my why. I don't talk about my why. I need to know my why. And so I became obsessed with discovering my why. I called Simon. I said, Simon, I need you to help me discover my why. And so he took me through this process over about eight months, going backwards in my life, 
at every significant event that happened and looking for a pattern. And as we looked for a pattern, I finally figured out that my why was to find a better way and then share it. To find a better way and then share it. And my life suddenly made a lot of sense to me. I've got lots of patents and products and inventions, all better ways of doing things. In fact, I'm sitting in one right now. I developed a chair for people that sit all the time called the health chair, a better way to sit. Sort of fitness challenges for everyday people, a better way to get in shape, right? Everything's been about finding a better way. So I took what I learned from John Asaraf and I took what I learned from Simon Sinek and I applied my why to my message of my practice. Instead of talking about what we do, right? Crowns, bridges, fillings, complete gum care, all that stuff. I talked about why we do what we do and what it is we believe. Because when you talk about what you believe, you connect to people that believe what you believe. And that's what happens when you start with your why. So we started talking about great teeth, better life, that we believe that when you have great teeth, you will have a better life. In fact, you can't have a good life with bad teeth. And so as we started applying this to our practice, our practice took off. And I practiced with my brother. So we went from just barely getting by four to five new patients a month to 35 to 45 new patients a month. And in my practice, a new patient is worth around $6,000. So it was very, it had a big impact for us, right? Most fun, most new patients, most satisfaction, really started enjoying it. But Dr. Richard, I was in a bunch of study groups with other dentists and they started noticing how my practice took off. And they said, well, how can we do that? So I started teaching other dentists how to do this. And so I had to develop processes and systems for helping them discover their why and then implement their why into their messaging. So I started with dentists and then I started getting calls from lawyers and then I started getting calls from chiropractors. And then the businesses started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and like you said earlier, now I've worked with you know, over 500 companies from small yoga studios to multi, multi-billion dollar companies, helping them get clear on who are you how do you articulate your, articulate your message so that you attract the right people to you? So that was probably a mouthful, but that kind of brings you up to speed on, I never did this thinking that I was going to create any kind of a company or help anybody do this other than myself, but it just kind of ended up over there. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you. And I can't wait to see where you'll go. I think that's the beautiful part of it, that, that this was really a journey for self-discovery. And it led into this niche for you that, that now you're doing this professionally and you've had an impact for so many thousands of people. So somebody listening to this, their, their next question on their mind, I'm sure is, how do I find out my why? And, and what are the different kinds of whys? Great question. So knowing about the concept of why has some value. Knowing about your why is when it really has value to you, right? The, the first step in peak performance, the first step 
and getting on the right career path. The first step in self-awareness is discovering your why. And then everything else comes from that. All the other uh, how and what comes from your why, but if you don't know your why, it won't have the same meaning or impact. So to continue on my story a little bit, as I was working with so many different people and so many different companies, I started to keep track of all of that. And I noticed after working with thousands and thousands of people that there was only nine different whys, nine different whys. That was the most important thing that I discovered. Because once I figured out there was nine whys, then I was able to create a software program where you can now go online and discover your why in about five minutes. Now, there's about 1,500 possible question choices, but you'll only have to answer about 10 to 12 so that you know your why. And that will be the first step in helping you get the clarity that you need to make better decisions, move in the right direction, create the right career path, find your passion. All those things come and are a lot easier when you know your why. So, so if you just go to my website, whyinstitute.com, there'll be a big red button there that says, I need to discover my why. So if you click on that, you can then discover your why, and so much of this will make more sense to you. Let's talk about, you said that there are nine different types of why. Let's, let's take a, not a deep dive, but let's kind of go over them and, and so people can, can know what those are. Okay, perfect. So the first why, which happens to be your why, and we can talk a little bit about this uh, in a little bit, is to contribute to a greater cause, right? To have an impact in the lives of others. These are people that want to help. They use their time, their money, their energy, their connections to push other people forward. And by the way, Dr. Richard, the most successful person I've ever worked with, both financially as well as relationship-wise, has your why. He was the CEO of a company called T. Rowe Price. He had 6,000 employees. He owned 1,500 companies himself. And I asked him one day, I said, why do you feel like you've been so successful? And he said, I believe the secret to my success has been that I personally interviewed everyone that works for me. And I have 6,000 employees. He said, I know something about every one of them. And when I can help each one do just a little bit better, then we all do a little bit better. And that's probably is the story of your life, right? The whole purpose of your podcast is to have that impact in other people's lives so that they can then have a bigger impact, which makes you feel fantastic, right? Absolutely. So that's the first why. The second why is trust, to create relationships based upon trust. These are people that want to be the trusted source. They want to be the one that, ones that others can count on. If you can count on them and they can count on you, the sky's the limit. But if you break their trust, that's a very big deal. So it's, it's important to know if your significant other has this why, because you don't want to break their trust, right? The third why is make sense, to make sense of the complex or challenging. These are people that are great problem solvers. You can just take all your stuff and kind of dump it on them, and they can quickly synthesize it down to that thing that's keeping you stuck. They can help you understand it, see it, and work through it so that you can move forward. So they help people move forward by helping them solve their problems. The fourth why is better way, which happens to be my why. So people with my why are really good at taking something that's already there and innovating it and making it better, improving upon it, always asking the question, how can we make it better? The fifth why is right way, to do things the right way in order to get results. These are structure, process, systems people. 
They find ways to do things predictably. And when they find something that works, they stick to it because it's done the right way. It's not my, the right way or the highway. It's or my way or the highway. It's what works. So they're the great ones to have in your business to create structure and process. The sixth why is challenge, to challenge the status quo and think differently, think outside the box. These are people that do things their own way, right? They can't follow a recipe because why would we follow that when we can do it our own way? These are people that imagine extraordinary. Steve Jobs, Herb Kelleher, Richard Branson all challenge the way things are done. The seventh why is uh, mastery to seek mastery or understanding. These are people that deep dive into things. They take the simple and make it complex. For you or I, it's three steps to cook a scrambled egg. For them, it's 28 steps because they know everything about every single step, right? The eighth why is clarify, to create clarity or make things clear. These are people that if things are not crystal clear, if we're not on the exact same page, they're they're the one in class that would always raise their hand and say, "Uh, can I ask a question? Because they they need to make sure that they're clear and that other people are clear. And when they are, then they can make a great decision and move forward. And then the ninth why is simplify. They take the complex and make things simple. Strip it down to the essence of what it is. Take away anything that's excess. They're to the point, direct, and they, they make things simple so that anyone can use it and anyone can understand it. So those are the nine whys. You happen to have the why that is the most uh, common and the most needed, really, because without people that want to contribute and make a difference, the rest of us don't have anywhere to go. It's really interesting. And, and as you're describing these whys, a couple questions popped into my head. In your research, have you found that whys tend to be static or do they change over the course of one's life and experiences? Yeah. So I have found that they, your why stays the same. Your why probably developed when you were, uh, well, there's debate on this. And I get this question a lot. The people will say, well, is this God-given or is this something that happened environmentally? And to be honest, I have no idea. I don't, and, and it doesn't even matter, right? I tend to believe that it came from God, but other people can say, well, it came from this particular incident uh, when I was a little kid. It really doesn't matter, but it stays the same throughout your life. The way you were as a kid is the way you were as a teenager is the way you are now, the same things that you want to be part of is to help other people and help them move forward, right? Have an impact in their lives, make a difference. And when you get off track, when you have a career or a path that isn't in line with you making a difference for other people, with you having an impact, where you being able to help them, it won't feel good to you. And you've probably experienced that. Really interesting. And similarly, do you ever see where people have a multiple whys or the whys present on a spectrum where they're, you know, kind of some contribution is there, but not as strong as something else or, or a combination of both? You're absolutely right. And so there's your why, and there's your how, and there's your what. Why you do what you do, how you bring that to life, and what it is people can count on for, from you. And one of the great things that we figured out is one of the nine whys is your why, one of the nine whys is your how, and one of the nine whys is your what. So in my case, my why is to find a better way. How I do that is by making things clear and understandable. And what I bring is a simple solution to help others move forward. 
So just as important as your why is your how and your what. And that's when you really have that clarity. Now you know who you're talking about. I'm that person that finds better ways to do things. I bring them to you in a clear and simple way so that it's useful and can have an impact in your life. That's what the Y app is, right? I could make the Y app with 1,500 possible questions so that it's super complex and super complicated. Somebody with the Y of mastery probably would do that. But for me, it has to be simple. It has to be clear. First of all, it has to be better. It has to be clear and it has to be simple or I'm not in or I don't like it or I won't want it. So your why and your how and your what are also your decision-making process. Does that make sense? It does. So when I look at something, if it's not better, if you present something to me, you present me with an idea. If it's not better and it's not clear and it's not simple, I'm not in. And the same thing would apply to you when we know your how and what. Right now, we just know your why of contribute. But if we put together your how and your what, then we'd really have an idea of who Dr. Richard really is, how to, commu- how to communicate with him, what he's thinking, how to move him forward, how to get him to uh, be part of our cause when we know your why, how, and what. I'm kind of thinking about this like the, the menus at a Chinese restaurant where they tell you that an ox isn't compatible with a chicken or whatever, whatever that is. <laughs> do, you, do you experience that there are certain types of whys that tend to work better and conversely certain types of whys that really don't mix so well? For sure. So let's, let's uh, take the book Good to Great. So the book Good to Great, the essence of that is put the right person on the bus and in the right seat. Right? It's a great concept. Another one of those great concepts that just kind of pisses you off if you don't have a way to do it. And so you own a business and you, you are now going to hire somebody to come in and be your bookkeeper. So there are some of the whys that would be great for somebody who's going to be a bookkeeper. Right, Contribute might be okay. Trust would be great. Wouldn't it be nice to have somebody with the why of trust handling your money? Yes, of course. Right way would be great. There's structure, process, systems, people. That would be great. How do you think somebody with the why of challenge would do handling your money and doing your bookkeeping? Not very good, mm-hmm. right? They, would, they can't even sit still long enough to look at the numbers, much less do all of the bookkeeping and accounting. Could they do it? Could you force them to do it? Yes, you could, but they wouldn't enjoy it. They wouldn't do a great job with it. They wouldn't have passion for it. So if you want to build a passionate team, You put the right person with the right why in the position that you know they're going to love doing what you're asking them to do, and that's how you create an inspired team. The same thing happens in relationships. Wouldn't it be valuable to know the why of your significant other? So you know how they think. So you know what to do and what not to do. If their why is trust, you don't want to break their trust. You want to do everything you can in order to not break their trust because it's really hard to ever get back. But if you don't know it, you just kind of do what you do. Mm -hmm. Right? Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Really interesting. It's in a way, it kind of makes me think of the five love languages because it's very similar. Somebody is more physically intimate versus somebody likes gifts. This is kind of kind of similar, but uh, really interesting. So let me give you some other examples of, so people will say, well, yeah, yeah, I I get this whole 
Y thing that you've got there. And it's probably just like, you know, uh, Myers and Briggs or, or Colby or Strength Finders or one of those. And so they'll say, well, how is it different? So the why is the essential first step. It's that critical first step that you need to know before you take any of those other assessments. You are not going to build the brand of Dr. Richard around your Colby. You're not going to build your brand around your Myers and Briggs. You're not going to build it um, around your strength finders, but you damn well better build it around your why. That is where your message comes from. Steve Jobs' why was to challenge the status quo and think differently. What is the tagline for Apple? Right? Think different. That's where your message comes from, is your why. That's why I would choose you. That's why I would listen to you. That's why I would pick you to come help me. It all comes from your why. And this is all brain biology. This isn't just me saying it. This comes from how your brain works, right? There's, there's two parts of the brain that we can talk about. The outer part of your brain is called the neocortex. The inner part of your brain is called the limbic brain. Now, the outer part of your brain, the neocortex, is responsible for rational and analytical thought and language. What that means is that it can understand lots of data, facts, figures, features, but it doesn't drive behavior. So you could go out and you could be looking at a new car to buy, and they'll tell you all the facts, figures, and features of this car. And you look at it and you go, yeah, I understand what you're saying, uh, but let me think about it. Right? Let me think about it. Have you ever said that or ever heard that? Mm-hmm, of course. When you connect to somebody at the level of the neocortex, they'll understand you, but it doesn't drive decision making. Right? When you connect to somebody at the level of the limbic brain, the inner part of the brain, that's the part of the brain that's responsible for feelings like loyalty and trust. Decision making happens at the level of the limbic brain. So when you see that car, or that truck or whatever that just feels right. Oh my gosh, that drives great. It feels awesome. I love the way it looks. I love the way it drives. You buy things because they feel right. And then you justify it with the neocortex, all the facts and figures and features. Buy with emotion, justify with logic. The way that, so in order to get somebody to buy your product, join your cause, buy your service, is by connecting with them at the level of the limbic brain. And how you do that is by starting with your why. How you do that is by talking about what you believe. And then if they believe what you believe, then you are the right person for them. You're the right podcast for them. You're the right coach for them. You have the right assessment for them if they believe what you believe. Is that making sense? Clear, absolutely. And so that's the critical part. If you don't even know what you believe, how are you able to do that? So you got to know your why so you're clear on what it is you believe. I, I love that. And I, I've loved everything that you've shared with us. We, we are at time. And I'm going to ask you a question that I ask everybody. And you've kind of answered it, but, but I, just to bring home the point once more. So what is your biggest helping, the single most important piece of information you want somebody to walk away with after hearing our conversation today? I want them to know that so many of life's challenges are called challenges because they're hard to figure out until you know your why. And they will help you. Knowing your why 
is that essential and critical first step. And if you don't have that, you're starting at the wrong level. And when you do have that, it makes all of the rest of those decisions and choices so much easier. Like, what should I do with my life? What direction should I go? What business should I start? How should I talk about myself? All of that comes from discovering your why. Beautiful. Dr. Gary, tell us again where people can find you. So go to whyinstitute.com, W-H-Y, W-H-Y-institute.com. I was on a TV show one day and I saw where they put up whyinstitute.com at the bottom of the screen and it was just a why. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So it goes out to thousands and thousands of people with the wrong email address. So it's whyinstitute.com. Perfect. And, and for those of you at the gym or behind the wheel, we got you covered. Everything Dr. Gary talked about today will be available in the show notes for his episode at thedailyhelping.com, as well as in the Daily Helping app available in iTunes and Google Play. Dr. Gary, this has been awesome. I knew that it was going to be. Thank you so much for coming on our show today. Dr. Richard, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And thanks as well to each and every one of you who chose to listen to this episode. If you like what you heard, go subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because this is what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go out there today and do something nice for someone else, even if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others. 